the 2-2 pitch. He got him. Strike three called. A 10-strikeout night for Barrios. The 0-1 pitch, a swing and a drive, right field and deep. Polanco going back, Beckett goes, deep it goes and gone. Sano goes up, a two-run bomb to right field, and the Twins have a 5-2 lead here in the eighth inning. And the Minnesota Twins, Twins Fest coming up this weekend. Just thinking, it wouldn't be nice if the American Association in uh, independent baseball had a spring training in Florida, like, uh, no, I don't know, February, like, I don't know, this weekend would be a nice time to. Sestos, uh, Inside Twins, Twins Daily, Mr. Twin, Mr. Blogger, Mr. Connoisseur of everything baseball, specifically Twins, joining us today on his busy lunch hour. Hi, Seth. How you doing, my friend? <laughs> I'm doing well, but man, I, I hope I can meet the expectations of that uh, intro there. Man, that's you make me sound good there. I you like all, it. Well, you always do. <laughs> you always do. <laughs> are you gonna? Are you passing all this knowledge off to your offspring? By the way, uh, Seth. Um, you know, it's interesting. Sometimes she's interested. Um, obviously last year I, I got her out of a couple of days of school and took her to twins fest, introduced her to, you know, Brian Dozier, Joe Maurer, a bunch of the players. So again, of course, wanting to get out of school again this year, <laughs> she of course wants to go. Yeah. That said, when she, when she's mad at me and wants to storm off, she often will say something like dad, I don't like baseball, which of course makes me laugh because <laughs> you know. I know she's doing it to get a reaction. So, yeah, it it, it goes from day to day. I'm uh, sure you've you've had that experience that's too. That's right. I, I see how fast they grow up, right? Seth, too. It's I love uh, it when you post stuff on the social media. I'm like that child is just growing up overnight. Seth, for goodness' sake. Oh just, man, alive! It's amazing. Twins Fest is this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The caravan rolling through Fargo on Thursday night. And uh, Mitch Garber, I think Cole Stewart has replaced uh, Miguel Sano, Dan Gladden, Burt Blylevin will be in town, probably all that. That's always fun where people in an intimate environment like you talk about with your daughter at Twins Fest. And pitchers and catchers report to spring training February 13th. It's January 22nd, Seth. Are you ready? Is your mind locked here? I'm at the point where I'm ready to start talking about real things rather than, you know, some, some of the off season stuff, because the off season is so long. And of course, as a twins fan, uh, you know, we don't necessarily hope we, we hope for, but we assume the twins aren't going to get the Bryce Harper's, the Manny Machado's Craig Kimbrell, Dallas Keuchel. So it gets really long at this time of the year. So I'm looking forward to the stories from spring training and hopefully eventually a more positive 2019 season it is uh we are really in the projection mode and baseball i'd imagine as much if not more than any other sport um projections play a factor i mean you're trying to project young kids uh and what they're going to do you're trying to project at what stage they'll be able to get you're trying to project who to call up and project what they so projection 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 is really what <laughs> baseball is all about and even so, when off-season acquisitions happen in, in, in Major League Baseball, specifically with the, with the Minnesota Twins, Seth, we try to project the impact they will have on the upcoming team. We have did that in recent years. Oh, Logan Morris said, oh, this, oh, that. And sometimes they don't pan out. Let's start there, Seth. When I throw names at you like C.J. Crone 
and uh, and and Jonathan Scope and uh, Nelly Cruz. Nelly, just a few off the top of your head in the position players. What was your first reaction, and did you start projecting what they can do in the upcoming uh, season? Yeah, you know, and it's not easy to do. And like you said, it's obviously not an exact science. Um, you know, you have to factor in ages and where they played. And, you know, you look at a C.J. Crone who hit 30 home runs last year for Tampa when most of his games were against the AL East, including the Yankees and the, the Red Sox. So you you got to be encouraged by that. But you, you uh, kind of diminish that a little bit with mentioning Logan Morrison, who had 38 home runs for Tampa the year before. <laughs> right. Jonathan Scope struggled with injuries, and he played for Baltimore last year. But the year before, he had like 28 home runs and finished 12th in the National League in, in MVP voting. Not that that's close to winning it, but clearly means he had a really good year and he's only 27, which of course factors into it. Nelson Cruz has been one of the best power hitters in baseball for almost a decade. And mm-hmm. I think he leads the league in home runs over the last six years. And, you know, yeah, he's 38, but you know, it's hard to believe he's going to diminish that far if he's healthy. So uh, to me, those three are nice, encouraging moves, right-handed power is important in target field. And, um, you know, like you said, projections are hard to do, but, uh, that's the type of player they certainly were targeting. If if this variable is constant, the health variable, Seth, if the health variable is constant, meaning you've got a majority of your guys uh, that have, that stay away from any kind of injury or uh, extended period of time uh, on the DL, uh, and those three names you just mentioned there and broke down extremely well, I might add, if you add that to the Miguel Sanos, the Jorge Polancos, the – Eddie Rosario's and Byron Buxton and, and a Max Kepler-ish and all that. When, if you add that and the constant is that they're relatively healthy, can you shoot past the Vegas or whatever bet on book of 84 wins? We haven't even talked pitching yet. But can you shoot uh, forward with run production with that lineup? I mean, I certainly think so. Um, I think Vegas, the only one I've seen so far is 84 wins. And if things go well... And that includes Byron Buxton playing like he did from May through the rest of the season in 2017 and being healthy and, and Miguel Sano being healthy. These are good players. They were, I mean, again, Sano is an all-star in 2017. That's not that long ago. And Buxton also received MVP votes. Plus he was the most valuable defensive player in baseball that year. That, that provides value in so many ways, including to the pitchers. Um, so those two, I think, are the key. But, you know, like you said, it'd be nice to take uh, Kepler to take that next step. Polanco to be able to play a full season and, and perform like he has. Um, there's a ton of young talent on this team. Jake Cave may be the fourth outfielder, and he had a nice showing last year. Um, but as we seem to talk about, it's going to be Jose Barrios, Kyle Gibson, Taylor Rogers, Trevor May. That bullpen <laughs> is and, and the starting rotation. It's all about pitching, and that's where I think a lot of the questions lie still. Uh, do we have a closer for the Minnesota Twins? If we, if, <laughs> is there a closer? Or maybe maybe they don't even have that position anymore. I, hold on, Seth. i, I got to check and see if that's even a spot now because sometimes you start the closer. <laughs> so we could have, yeah. have that. Do we, do we have anybody that could grab the ball at the end? Let's put it that way. Well, right now, I mean, no. Um, I think a lot of people were disappointed they didn't go out and get Cody Allen, who signed with the Angels last week, uh, because he does have closer experience. Now, again, he wasn't very good last year. Um, I think they've got some arms in Trevor May. Um, Addison Reed is a good example of why signing free agent uh, relievers is a little scary, because 
he's been as good as it gets out of the bullpen for about eight years and he'd always been healthy. And of course, last year he gets hurt. So that's, that's the danger in signing those types of players. I, I personally am not a big fan of the closer position. Um, I think obviously you need someone who has the courage to get through the ninth inning. Uh, but if, if you, if you're facing the other teams, two, three, four hitters in the eighth inning, I want my best pitcher pitching that, not my second or third best. So well put. Uh, I think Trevor Mays the guy, you know, I, I really do. I think he, as long as he's healthy and boy, he looks strong towards the end last year. I think he's the guy that can, that I want in those key situations. And change the title to that to out getter. <laughs> we need, we yeah. need an out. Who's your out getter? Well, here's who I want getting outs in this. Sesto's joining us at Twins Daily, Twins Inside. We, uh, uh, a dominant, as far as a projected rotation anyway, Seth, uh, a lot of right-handers, man, no question. When you when you talk about Jose Barrios and Kyle Gibson and Odorizzi, uh, Michael Pineda, um, and, and Dave St. Peter was on with PA today. Now, Martin uh, uh, Perez um, I is that official yet? Do we know is the press official yet? Uh, I, what, I haven't what, received a press release yet, but okay. I mean it's you know it's Ken Rosenthal confirmed. So oh, okay, so <laughs> so if, if Ken, Kenny's got his stuff down, so you know there's someone too. But what about the rotation uh, for the Twins? Well, I think it, again it starts with uh, Barrios. He was an All Star last year, and he's got a chance to take that next step. Uh, Kyle Gibson will have to prove that. Whatever changes he made midway through 2017 and pitched all through it, 2018 yeah. worked. Um, so it starts with those two. And then I think uh, Jake Odorizzi has to just be able to pitch a little bit better, uh, but he's a given. And Michael Pineda coming off of, of Tommy John, uh, I'm excited to see what he can do. He's a hard thrower who has been an all-star in the past. There's number four. They're saying Perez will start, but, man, you got – Fernando Romero, Steven Gonsalves, Chase DeYoung, Zach Littell, uh, Lewis Thorpe, and these are just guys that uh, are at AAA or higher. Uh, Cole Stewart, who will be there tonight, is obviously going to factor into that as well. So, um, you know, they've got some options there, and some of them may um, end up in the, the bullpen, including Adalberto Mejia, who is out of options, so he has to make the roster or be let go. Um and, and I mean, he's he's shown in the past he can go through three or four innings pretty well too. So that's where that whole opener thing comes in. I love the uh, whew, I like the little hot stove with Sestos as we move away. And the Twins caravan, <laughs> Twins caravan coming up on Thursday night. Uh, the fellows will be in town, and uh, hopefully this flan, fans a little bit of the flame. And as we mentioned, the uh, you know they report pitchers and catchers on the 13th of February. First full workout is the 18th, and then the. First spring training games are literally a month away. We're literally a month away from the first spring training games. If you can believe that as you look out your window at all that fluffy, powdery stuff that's blowing around. Seth, uh, nicely done. Are you going to Twins Fest? I will be at the Diamond Awards and at Twins Fest a couple nights. We also have our Twins Daily Winter Meltdown. So it's going to be a busy weekend. Ah, You like it that way, buddy. Hey. They, as always, it won't, it won't be the last time we uh, chat. As always, great talking ball with you, Seth. And uh, safe travels down to the Twin Cities this weekend, my friend. Thanks, Jack. Have a good one.